Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So, quick disclaimer, if there's anything off in my microphone or it like seemed like it this episode or last episode, it's because I'm having some trouble with it, of course. Of course this happens. Um, but basically, it has only been coming out of the speaker on one side of my computer, which at first I was like, okay, maybe my computer is just being weird, but I have like a, you know, a new computer and like my microphone was plugged in and everything so long story short I think there might be a little issue with that but I it seems better or at least fixed I don't know so if you notice that please just try to disregard it as much as possible um it might be annoying if you're listening with headphones you might only hear me from one side of your ear I don't know hopefully it's fixed hopefully it's not like what I think it is but um anyways that was my disclaimer I am probably (laughs) probably sounding really unreliable right now, but I do not have a guest this episode. And I know I've been saying that I might for the past two episodes now, but at least I didn't guarantee it. I mean, I don't think I did last episode. I hope not. Sorry. Um, honestly, guys, I, I don't really want to make, make excuses anymore and just be like, oh, I was busy. I was busy because I keep saying that. And like the truth is I am busy and I keep getting busier, but I, I don't really like saying that over and over because it just makes me sound like I'm unreliable and like not responsible or whatever. So I hope you guys don't think that, but um, yeah, basically I have some people in line that have actually been waiting for a couple months to be interviewed on my podcast and either I forget because I'm thinking about other things or I just like, there's not a time where each of our schedules match up, but I have asked one person, well, and if this person can't, another um, another couple people I will ask uh, beforehand so that next week I guarantee, I'm actually guaranteeing it this time unless something crazy happens that there will be a guest speaker. So look out for that. Um, if there are any topics that you want me and this guest speaker to talk about, feel free to send me a DM, kind of bring up some ideas. But if not, I'm just going to let these people do their thing because most of them already kind of have topics that they want to talk about. So yeah, I'm excited for that. I think that's going to be cool. And again, like, don't think that that's going to be boring or anything because I, I truly think that like, having guest speakers on who are literally just like normal people like me who are teens or preteens or whatever that can understand like everyday life and like be relatable I think that's like honestly one of the best types of interviews um or like podcast episodes so yeah I hope that that sounds exciting to you guys and I hope that your Monday is going well I'm recording this kind of late but honestly I've been losing like track of time lately because it's so light out now compared to before you know because we're having longer days because summer is almost here um and it's great I love it but it does make me feel like it's so much earlier than it is like right now it's 8 30 p.m and it's barely getting dark outside so which I love I literally love this um the the spring summer seasons so it's amazing but that's why I'm recording this so late so hopefully I can edit this quickly and get this out for you guys but um I want since I'm not doing a guest speaker today I just want to obviously do advice like usual because I do have a, a decent amount of advice to respond to and then I also want to talk about some tea but there isn't much tea going on so I just want to warn you guys like I mean even TikTok room has been pretty dry like in the last two days they posted like five things so there's really not that much to talk about as far as tea goes so like I hope you guys don't think that I'm just trying to like talk about like I know advice is like your guys's favorite segment anyways but you know, I kind of, I kind of like to keep it true to the Sister Spill brand and do, do some tea, but for those of you who like the tea segment, it might be kind of short today. So 
shorter than usual because it's already pretty short. Um, but anyways, yeah, so we're going to get into the advice today. I also just want to thank you all again. Like I have multiple times, but I'm, I'm never going to stop thanking you guys for all the sweet messages that you guys send me because it, it truly means a lot to me and I really appreciate it. Like you guys are the reason that I keep this podcast going and actually we're coming up on a year. I wonder what my one year anniversary of making this podcast is because I, it was in May sometime, I believe. So um, that's coming up. I don't know. Maybe I'll do something special for that. Who, who knows? But I... I got an interesting request from someone, this isn't advice related, but someone asked me to do a video on that vegan teacher, um, or sorry, a podcast, but I was thinking like, what if I just make that into a video, like do a bunch of research on that vegan teacher? I feel like that's actually such a good topic and something that people would be willing to watch because me myself, if I was scrolling on my YouTube recommended and saw something about that vegan teacher, I'd be like, oh, finally someone did a video on her because she, she confuses me so much. Like, I don't know if she's a troll. I don't know if she's real. I don't know that much about her, but there's a lot of buzz around her and like the things that she says so I feel like that would be such a good video is just get deep and investigate who she is what she does why she does the things that she does and make a video about it because yes I could talk about it in a podcast but I feel like there's so much to say that a video would probably be better so look out for that guys I'm excited I want to do more like what happened to videos and more just like investigating videos I always say this but um you will not believe (laughs) this month is pretty crazy because I have three AP exams and if any of you guys have older siblings who are in AP classes or you're taking AP classes or you at least know what AP classes are, you know that they're they're pretty difficult, they're stressful to prepare for and I've got three of them all in one month which is a little hard because I'm like which one do I study for like you know so it's it's a lot but I'm handling it, it's gonna be great so anyways just wanted to mention that little recommendation. Um here is the first piece of advice that I'm responding to. This is um, through DM. Hi, so I need advice on this. One of my best friends likes this guy she snaps and that's completely fine, but there's a little twist. They've only met once and that was five years ago. But anyways, the other day she told me that she that he that he had invited her to drink alcohol with him and she's only 14, but that's not the weirdest thing about it. They're planning doing it in a graveyard at night. It just seems really sketchy to me and disrespectful, but I can't control what she does with her life, of course. I'm just scared that uh, something might happen to her. He could drug her or something, and I also think that it's way too young to start drinking. I'm really worried for her. Thank you so much for taking time to read this. Love the podcast. By the way, I'm from Europe. Okay, so thank you for the support, and I think this one is tricky because on one hand, like, you obviously care about her, you want to make sure that she's doing well, but, like, you also don't want to overstep and be like, you know, I want to dictate what you're doing, I want to control this, like, you don't want to stop her from having fun, but I also do see the concern here because, first of all, the graveyard thing is a little sus, like, that's weird to me, (laughs) like, I don't know, I just, I find it weird that if you're hanging out with a guy, like, the first place you think of is to go to the graveyard, like, I wouldn't even hang out in a graveyard with my friends or like, yeah, the only time I'd go to a graveyard is to visit a grave. Like I am not hanging out there at night. No way. So that's kind of weird. And then also like being drunk at a grave, like, I I just don't think that's like, it is kind of sketchy. I do agree with you. Like I get it. It feels like a big group of friends doing that for fun. Like, yeah, they're like, just, it's a dumb thing, whatever. But because she is alone with a guy and it's going to be like dark outside. Like that is kind of weird. And so I would just kind of make sure that like she 
updates you, kind of texts you, like, where she is, or, like, if she does follow through with this, but honestly, like, I would suggest that they don't go to the graveyard, like, can they go somewhere during the daytime, or, like, go watch the sunset somewhere, like, something that's, like, not a graveyard, like, why do they have to go to a graveyard, that's weird. About the alcohol, um, I mean, I'm glad that you recognize it is her life, it's her choice, but at the same time, she's 14 years old, you know, like, drinking alcohol at such a young age, it just, it's never it's never really a good thing and I'm not judging any of you guys who might have like tried that or whatever or have friends who who try it or do it but I just think like the facts are that you know alcohol is not good for people who are minors because you know they still have developing brains things like that obviously you take your own risks but I'm not gonna like sit here and be like oh yeah like it's fine like no it's not fine it's not fine but at the same time I'm just like it's it's very hard to just tell someone like no don't do this if they already have their mindset on it so if worse comes to worse and she does go to this graveyard thing and she does drink with him I would say just make sure that you're checking up on her maybe even ask her to share her location with you like even temporarily like just overnight and then turn it off like or if you guys use snapchat like track her on snap maps just to make sure that like she's okay you know where she is and then also make sure that like a couple people know where she is or like she tells people because a lot of things is like in those scary situations where girls get kidnapped or they get assaulted or murdered or whatever it is, like, they are are in situations where they don't tell anyone where they're going. It's like, oh, I'm going on a quick hike and then no one ever knows where the this girl went or, oh, she was walking home from work and that's the last place we saw her, like, things like that. So if you make sure that you know where she's going, what her plan is. That's definitely a good thing. But obviously I would try and talk to her a little bit and just be like, Hey, are you sure you want to do this? Like you, you don't really know this guy that well. Cause you said they've only met once and it was five years ago. So that's another kind of weird thing. Like I get it if they were like good friends, I feel like that's definitely different, but the fact that they don't know each other that well too, is just, it's a little odd to me. And I just think you got to be really careful with that. So my overall advice, make sure that she's safe, make sure that you know what her plan is, but try and talk her out of it or try and talk her out of, just try and talk her into doing something a little safer than what she's doing. Okay, so this next one is a voice message. Hi, I hope you all are doing well. My best friend, she lives in a joint family and like she has two cousins, um, like um, two cousin brothers actually, and we all are like the same age and they all live together. So both of them have like a crush on me. So whenever I go to hang out with my best friend at her place, they, you know, flirt with me a lot. Like, you know, they try to touch me and like stare at my lips and etc. Like all of those things. And they also send me like really, really inappropriate messages sometimes. Like uh, most of them are flirty, but sometimes they get inappropriate. And um, it gets very awkward in between me and my best friend. And it's just, she knows, but, like, she doesn't say much. And um, I don't know what to do. So if you can help me, that would be great. So this is really hard because I was going to struggle with these things, these types of, um, I don't know, advice, stories, whatever you want to call them, advice prompts. Um, because I'm just, like, like I'm not there. I don't see the dynamic between you guys. I don't, like... And it's, it's also hard because it's like, what do you do, you know? Like, I don't want to give you guys bad advice and be like, oh, just tell them to stop, you know? Because I know it's not that easy with a lot of these guys. Like, if they're doing this, they're probably going to continue doing this. My best advice to you is to kind of assert your power and your dominance and just be like, hey, 
I want to let you know, because from this, the sound of it, you haven't said anything to them. You haven't confronted them about this. So the first thing I would do is confront them about this because maybe who knows, like they are the guys that will stop when you tell them to stop. Um, but I would just say, even if, like, if you don't feel comfortable doing it in person, maybe tell them over social media or like wherever you guys send messages to each other and just be like, Hey guys, like, I know you're like trying to flirt and stuff, but I'm not really interested and it makes me kind of uncomfortable and it makes things kind of weird between all of us. So could you guys stop? Like, I would really appreciate that. Something like that. You know, very polite, but explain exactly how you feel and how it makes you uncomfortable. And if they respond to that and they're like, no, or like they just say that they will and they don't stop, then from there, my... It's so hard. I'm like, where's the line where it's like too much or just like you have to deal with it, you know? Because I don't want to tell you to just be like, oh, you know, unfortunately it is what it is. You have to deal with it. Like, no, I I don't want girls to like grow up thinking like they shouldn't stand up to these men that are literally making them uncomfortable. But it's so hard. I feel like if you are genuinely feeling like harassed or really uncomfortable um, and like, especially if you said like they're touching you weirdly, like that's where I'm like, okay that's enough, like, I'm drawing a line, and I feel like that's actually when you involve some sort of adult or some parental figure, someone that you trust that can help you and talk to these boys, like, maybe one of their their parents or, like, a sister they have, who knows, um, but someone needs to tell them to stop, and if you're the one telling them to stop, they might just be like, oh, haha, like, whatever, it's fine, but if someone who is in charge of them tells them to stop, they're, they're more likely to just be like, okay, like, I don't want to get in trouble, so we're going to stop, but I feel like just try your best to get them to stop, but if that doesn't work, then maybe come back to me another week and I can try and help you figure it out. So this next one is a DM and this person said, so my friend, let's call him James, is in love with my sister and my sister said that she doesn't like him. Sometimes I just want to talk to James and have a simple conversation, but then all he does is rant about my sister and he overthinks a lot. So I don't know what to do to get myself out of that love triangle. Can you please help? Also, I love your podcast so much. It's so helpful and awesome. Thank you. Um, this is interesting because it's a weird dynamic. Like that's your sister that your best friend likes, so that's that's already a little weird. But then the fact that he always brings up your sister in conversation and like how much he likes her, that's also gotta be weird for you because I can't imagine, like I have a little brother and if like I had a friend that liked him or whatever, that would just be like weird to me. So I can understand why this is a hard position for you. I think really, my question to you is, has have you talked to him about this? Cause that's the first step you need to take. Because it kills me when people are like, oh, I need help with this. But I'm like, did you did you talk to them? Did you tell them how you're feeling? And they're like, well, no. Um, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I get it. I'm not a very confrontational person either. But I'm trying to learn from my mistakes and tell you guys, like, you need to speak up for yourself. Because I know from experience when I don't, I always regret it. So I think... First of all, talk to him and just be like, hey, James, like, I know you like my sister, but, you know, you're also my best friend and it kind of puts me in a weird position and I really like to just have normal conversations with you, but it's really difficult when all I hear about is my sister. So maybe if you have someone else you want to talk to that about, like, um, talk to about that, that it makes sense. Sorry. Um, then that would be great, but kind of just communicate exactly how you're feeling and just make sure to emphasize that, like, it is a weird position for you to be in as as the person whose sister 
is the girl that your best friend likes. That, that is a weird position to be in. And maybe something will click in his head and he'll be like, oh, you know what? She's right. Like, this is a little bit weird for me to be like bringing up her sister all the time in a conversation. So yeah, as far as your sister not liking him also, I feel like, I mean, in some ways the best thing to do is just tell him. Like, I mean, it's hard. It's not what he wants to hear, but, but also it's, it's probably better that he doesn't just go on and on talking about her and like thinking that he has a chance when in reality, like your sister doesn't like him. And so I feel like it's better if he actually knows about it because then at least he can kind of process it, move on, maybe find someone else that isn't your sister. This next DM said, Hey, Sister Spill. First off, I want to say that I love your podcast so freaking much and it's so good. I love listening to it. But I also love your advice segment of each episode and I need help for something. So this account that I'm writing to you from is my editing account and it's really amazing that I get to grow my audience here, but it's hard balancing school with editing. Plus, I also take singing and piano lessons. I started seeing a downfall in my grades and I really want to improve my grades, but every time I sit down to study, my phone distracts me. Do you have any tips on how to get back on track with my grades in school? Um, so this is kind of a two-part thing. I'll respond to this first part. So first of all, again, thank you so much for the support. It really like, it brightens my day hearing all the nice things you guys say about my podcast. Um, I have definitely struggled with the same thing. I've never taken voice lessons before, but I did used to take piano lessons before COVID. And, um, I know how it feels to be busy. Obviously, I've been just complaining to you guys about how busy I've I've been lately. And I've been struggling with the same thing. So like, don't, don't listen to me too much. Like, obviously I want you to get something out of this advice, but also like, I want to be straight up with you guys and let you know that like, I literally struggle with this too. So I'm, I'm kind of, I feel like hypocritical for giving advice on this when I don't even follow it, but, um, maybe I can help someone get out of this stuck, stuck mindset. Um, I think for me, I have always gotten good grades my whole life because it's kind of been like, instilled in me my mom's a teacher my dad's kind of big on getting an education and going to school like it's just kind of been like that so when you're raised that way it's kind of like that's my mindset like even if no one tells me to get good grades I'm just gonna do it because that's what I care about because I grew up that way and I just really value like education I'm so excited to go to college all that kind of stuff but when you're you know someone that didn't grow up that way, it's harder because you have to have more discipline for yourself or maybe you have to have people tell you to do it more instead of just doing it yourself. And that can be hard. I think it's also very valid that you're feeling so overwhelmed with all the stuff that you're doing. I mean, piano and voice lessons is is one chunk of time, but then the fact that you're running an editing account, people underestimate how much time that takes. Like, I, I used to run a fan page. I've mentioned this a couple times before, um, years ago, and I would make edits. Like I'd be on there all the time and it takes up so much time. Like people would never imagine like you're, you're editing for hours and hours and you're trying to, you know, keep up your account and gain followers and all this kind of stuff. It's such a fun thing to do, but if I were to like pick that up now for some reason, like I have no idea how I would balance that with school. So, um, thankfully I wasn't busy back then when I used to have an account, but, um, yeah, making edits and then all the other stuff that you have to do is very busy. Um, but I would just say the, the hard part that you probably don't want to hear is that academics should come first. So if you have to spend one hour less on your editing account every single day to get your grades up, do it because it is so worth it in the end. I know that there's kind of a big, like, ideology, a a spread of ideas going around lately, kind of because of TikTok, 
like spreading this idea, but also in general, that school might not be needed. It's not necessary. The school system is so stupid. Don't waste your time going to college, things like that. I'm sure you guys have heard this before. And like, obviously, you know, my bias is going to show because I do really believe in school. I like school. I'm not saying that the school system isn't flawed because there are a lot of issues with it, a lot. But I feel like in general, school is a good thing. And so I think it really, it just opens up so many opportunities. I mean, most jobs out there anyways are are required for you to have like a bachelor's degree or whatever, which is four years of college. So my point being is that like higher education and just like getting getting a good education is so valued in our society. And I feel like that's not going to change for a little while. So um, I feel like academics is what's really going to get you far. I'm not saying don't focus on the things that you love, like editing and piano and music, but also make sure that you're focusing on academics because in, in the end, it just feels so good to know that you accomplished, accomplished those good grades It feels good to know that you got all those A's, you did all those assignments that you need to do, you're not missing anything. Like, it just feels so good to know that you're on top of it and, and to have people say, oh, I'm proud, I'm so proud of you, you got great grades. Like, it's not all about, you know, validation and all that, but it's just, it's a really good feeling. It makes you feel accomplished and you're also learning stuff. So I think that's great. Um, I also think just like, maybe, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a very big person on time management. I've never been a time management person. I'm not someone that writes things down in my calendar, except for I have been doing that lately. So I'm proud of myself, but, um, the best I can do really is write down to-do lists for the day or the month or something and write some things in a calendar or write some things on a sticky note. But like, other than that, I'm not a very big planner person. Um, so I don't really meticulously plan out all the stuff that I need to do, but if you are someone that is really good with organization, I would really suggest using your calendar app, um, or some sort of organizing resource to organize your time better. Like, hey, for an hour on Mondays, I'm going to do piano and then another hour I'm going to do voice lessons and then for two hours I get to edit and then for three hours I do homework or whatever it is. Like, if sometimes if you plan out things, it actually keeps you better on track because you've written it down and so you feel more obligated to actually get it done because it's like, oh, well, I wrote it down. Like, I feel bad now. I got to do it. So, um, that's a really little thing. As far as, as far as the phone thing goes, I struggle with this so much. I'm not even going to lie to you guys, but a couple episodes back, not even a couple, a while back, I spoke about a little trick that I do that my mom taught me. That is, if you set an alarm on your phone for like 30 minutes and just only do homework for those 30 minutes, and then when the timer is up, you get to play on your phone for 30 minutes, and then just keep repeating that, that's actually something that really helps, because you're just, you know that there's a reward at the end of that 30 minutes, which is the fact that you get to be on your phone, so it makes you more likely to push through those 30 minutes of homework. Um, Another thing too is there's an app called Flora, I believe that's what it's called, that I have, I've only used it a couple times, but when I have used it, it's actually been helpful. It's basically where you, you have like a tree, and it dies if you go on your phone so you can set a timer like hey I want to be off my phone for 10 minutes and in that time like your tree is growing or whatever but if you go on your phone your tree dies so you kind of feel obligated like as someone who loves the earth I'm like okay I don't want to let my tree die so it's actually really effective um I'm pretty sure that app specifically too has a feature where you can you can set up like if your apple pay is set up or something you can say like hey if I touch my phone before the time ends I'm gonna pay 
I'm going to pay like $1 to this charity that they have like for trees, for the environment, whatever it is. Um, So that's a pretty good app to have. I just think that the number one thing is time management and also just prioritizing the things that are going to get you far. Like I know that you love editing and trust me, I know how it feels because I have so many things that I love doing or used to do all the time and it would take up so much time. But in reality, the thing that's really going to get you far in five years is probably going to be the fact that you were on top of your grades and not the fact that you were editing but you never know maybe you're like going to be like a really professional editor who knows um I'm not discouraging that but just make sure that you are prioritizing school because in the end that is going to help you a lot it's going to give you a boost and it's going to allow you to explore different career options so I think it's really worth it and if you just get into that mindset of it's really important you will find a way to do it Then this person also had a second part that's pretty quick, but they said, "Um, I used to be a person that would read a lot more, but as I said, I don't really have time because of school, even though I have so many amazing books that have been waiting to be read. Any tips on how to get back into reading more? Okay, so I struggle with this exact same thing. Um, You kind of remind me of myself a lot because you have a lot of my same problems, but um, I think something that I've done is, I mean, right now I'm not really into reading, so it's hard to say because I've been so busy, but... um, I think for a while there, like a couple months back, I was getting really into it again and it was because I found a super compelling book, just a really good book where I was just like, okay, like I I can't believe I ever fell out of love with reading because you just need to find that one book. Like I know you said you have a lot of amazing books, but pick the most amazing out of all of those amazing books that you know you're going to love or that has great reviews or whatever and read that because if you read a super good book and you're like, whoa then you're going to be reminded of why you love reading and it's going to make you want to read more because that's kind of what happened to me I read a really really good book and then I was like okay I need the sequel so then I read the sequel and then I started reading another book so it just kind of it's like a domino effect a little bit um but you know set set aside some time instead of going on TikTok for 30 minutes or an hour just be like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chunk off of that hour of TikTok today and I'm gonna use it to read and even just reading a little bit before you go to bed even if it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes um slowly it'll probably get you back into it here's the next dm hi sister spill i love your videos and your podcast is really calming thank you you give great advice so i thought i would dm you for some so i have this friend let's call her claire she keeps being touchy with me which makes me super uncomfortable recently she confessed to me over text um i'm guessing you mean that she likes you um and i rejected her A few weeks go by and she starts acting the same way she has before, being very touchy and asking me weird questions, etc. She started distancing herself from our friend group, but she still tries to talk to me. Also, she hasn't come out to anyone except except for our friend group. I'm a girl. I couldn't hold it in and I told my best friend of 12 years about this, but I feel like I shouldn't have since she hasn't come out yet. I want to keep our friend group together, but I feel super uncomfortable around Claire and I think she doesn't like our friend group anymore. I want to bring it up to her and tell her to stop, but I did earlier and it didn't help. What should I do? I forgot to mention, Claire keeps talking and hanging out at school with this girl that is extremely toxic and literally harassed my friend from our friend group and I for over a month. I tried to explain to Claire that she'll get hurt and that that girl is toxic, but she won't listen. I think that also indicates how Claire values our experience with this girl and if she really values us. It's kind of like dating your best friend's ex. Okay, so that's actually a really interesting thought that you had at the end, but I'll go back to the beginning. So this girl, Claire, um, likes girls and you're a girl so she likes you and she makes you uncomfortable because you know you obviously don't feel the same way about her and then she keeps making like gestures towards you and flirting with you 
So yeah, I would feel uncomfortable. You have every right to feel uncomfortable. I think what you said about telling your best friend of 12 years that Claire likes girls and, you know, she didn't know about it before, um, that is a mistake. Don't, like, beat yourself up about it, but also just make sure that, like, you're careful with that stuff in the future because I know, like, for me, if I were part of the LGBTQ community and, like, someone... I found out that someone had like known this for a while because someone I trusted told them like I would be upset. So, so, you know, it it was a wrong move, but also like, I'm glad that you can admit that like you made a mistake and like you you were unsure about it. I mean, in reality, it's probably fine, right? You know, your best friend's not going to tell anyone. She's probably non-judgmental. She doesn't care. Nothing's going to happen, but, but just be careful with that kind of stuff because when people aren't ready to come out and someone knows before they're ready, that's a really hard thing for them. So, um, yeah, just be careful with that in the future, but you know what? It's done. The damage is done and it's, it's fine. I'm sure it's going to be okay. You, you recognize that that might've been an issue. Um, I think as far as her making like all these gestures towards you and like being flirty and stuff, when you have rejected her, that's honestly really weird to me because, I mean, I know that this kind of stuff happens all the time, but it's just like, I, I will never understand why, why people who are rejected just continue to pursue a certain person. Like, are they not like embarrassed by it? Like, are, do they not just want to give up? Cause if I, if I were rejected by someone, I'd be like, oh, I am literally never talking to them again. Cause like, I would be embarrassed. Not that you should be, it's fine to get rejected, but I, I myself would be like, okay, I'm going to leave this person alone because they obviously don't like me. So I don't understand the people that just continuously um, try and perpetuate some sort of relationship with someone when the other person is clearly not interested. That's weird to me. Um, in your case, since you've already told her to stop, that's where I'm stuck because I'm like, I don't know what else you do. Like, if you tell someone to stop and they're not stopping, like, you're almost out of options. I would say, this sounds like really dumb advice, but ask her to stop again because sometimes, sometimes the case is that people aren't understanding the message the first time or they're in denial. They're like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I'll show them. Like, it's okay. Like, they said to stop, but you know what? I'm just not going to stop because I'm sure it's fine. Like, they'll get used to it, whatever. Like, some people are just in denial. They think it's going to be okay, but if they get told a second time, they're like, oh, you know what? Like, they're right. Like, this person's serious. I need to stop. It's making them uncomfortable. Things like that. Um, I also would be clever with the way that you say it because I don't know how you told this person to stop in the first place, but if you were just like, hey, like, can you please stop that, like, one time? It might not go that far. As far as her, like, associating with a toxic person that, like, isn't good for your group. That's another story. Um, I feel like that is kind of disrespectful. You know, like you said, it is almost like a friend dating another friend's ex, you know? I'm honestly lost at what I would do in this situation. I would just say, talk to this girl, tell her that you're feeling uncomfortable. And then as far as the friend thing, just keep that in mind, you know, keep that, keep that in, in consideration. And, you know, maybe you guys aren't meant to be friends because, Sometimes there are just too many things in the way of a healthy friendship and these are two pretty big things and when that is just compromising your whole friendship with her, like, 
I don't know what you do, you know? So try your best to talk to her. Tell her everything about how you feel because communication is key. I always say that. Um, And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But just know that you did your best to keep the friendship and do everything. And if she's not working with you, then that's her loss. So this next person DM me and said, hi, I need some advice. I don't know if this is the right account. Yes, it is. Um, Recently, my friend group abandoned me. I'm really lonely and I have no one. I'm also really scared that I won't make new friends as well. I'm getting, I'm scared of getting rejected. I'm also scared of getting hurt again. And I feel like I'll just be lonely forever. Also, I was wondering how you get over the pain. I think you already answered this, but I want to give it a try. I love your podcast. Hope you can help. Okay, so I feel like something that I noticed in your message is you mentioned fear a couple times. Like you have a fear of loneliness and you have a fear of rejection and a fear of getting hurt. Don't let the fear just creep into your life. And that sounds like some sort of motivational speech or whatever, but like it's true. I mean, when you live life based on fear, you're holding yourself back. You're saying, okay, I'm scared of rejection, so I'm just not going to reach out to people. Or I'm scared of loneliness. And like when you are scared of things, it honestly holds you back rather than the flip side where you're confident and you're like, you know what? This happened and it sucks, but I'm going to get over it by taking this situation and learning a lesson from it. I mean, the the universe <laughs> had this happen to you for a reason. Just like when I literally had no friends freshman year of high school, that happened to me for a reason. Um, it actually helped me get out of my shell a little more, weirdly enough, because I was trying to talk to so many people to make friends. Um, and it also helped me realize how important friends are um, and how it might take a while to find the right friends. I just think that mindset is really everything. I mean, if you are just feeding into that loneliness and that sadness that you're feeling from this unfortunate situation, that's all you're going to get. Like, um, I just, I believe that like you attract the things in your life that you think the most about, or you talk the most about. Like if you're talking about how sad you are, all you're doing is, is bringing more sadness on yourself rather than talking about being happy or watching videos that make you happy or doing things that make you happy or talking to family members, whatever it is, just feed into what you want. And I guarantee it's going to pay off and you're going to feel great. Um, but you just gotta, you, you gotta keep up with it and keep up that, keep up that positive mindset. Um, and I really, I know that that sounds so hard because it is, it's not easy. I'm not going to just be like, Oh, you can be happy easily. No, but you have to put some effort into it. And I feel like if you are just sitting around feeling sorry for yourself, like, talking about how lonely and sad you are, like, that's only going to make you more sad because you're dwelling on it. You're not trying to move on. And and that's not to, like, beat you up or criticize you or whatever. It's literally just, it's a tough love. I'm trying to, to get you out of this mindset. Basically, just don't feed into the negative energy. Think positive. You know this happened for a reason. You know these people aren't your friends for whatever reason it is. You might not know the reason, but it did happen for a reason. And a little while from now, you're going to look back and be like, wow, you know what? I'm so glad that I'm not friends with them anymore. So it's definitely a tough time right now and cry it out, be sad about it, but also don't let that sadness control you and make you feel like, oh, I'm going to be lonely forever because at that point, like you're, you're digging yourself a deeper hole. So really just work on saying positive things to yourself, um, saying things that might seem silly in the mirror, like, 
you know, I make friends easily or people are attracted to my personality or I don't feel alone, things like that. And if you do feel alone, you can always DM me. You have me. I'm always here. I promise. Okay, this person didn't ask for advice, but I wanted to share this because it was really nice. They said, hi, so I just want to say that I've been listening to your podcast really really a lot recently and I want to tell you that I really love it and I feel like it's such a safe space and I love your advice um, and I'm always so interested in what you have to say. I've been going through a really hard time mentally and I always find some kind of escape and for the last two months podcasts are the way to go for me and since I watch your YouTube I decided to check your podcast out and I really fell in love with it. I think you're such a sweet and kind person so I want to thank you for everything. I listen to it to get my mind distracted from bad thoughts and it really helps. I hope you all have a great day. Sorry that this is kind of long but I seriously cannot express by words how much I appreciate you, the work you put into your YouTube and your podcast. Thank you. Oh my, literally I, I don't know how to respond to this. It's just so nice. I you just, you guys have no idea, like, how much this, like, not only am I giving advice to you guys, but I'm hearing people's stories from, from other countries, like, different areas, like, all sorts of people who are going through all sorts of different situations, and giving advice, like, yeah, sometimes it can be a little, like, tiring or a lot sometimes, but it's truly, it gives, it comes back to me, you know, it's like a circle, we, we all give to each other, like, I give to you guys, my audience, but you guys also give to me, because you leave me such nice reviews, and you make me feel so good with all your nice messages, and so, I just really appreciate it. This next person emailed me, and they just said, first of all, love your podcast, you were my inspiration to make my own, called The Real Radio Rebels, everyone check it out, um, and I was wondering what advice do you have for anyone starting a podcast, or any do's and don'ts? Um, <laughs> first thing that comes to my mind is I'm probably not even the best person to ask because I didn't really do a lot of research before making this podcast. I just kind of decided to in quarantine and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to make a podcast. Like I did not do enough research. I bought a random mic that like I heard good things about, but I didn't do a ton of research. I just kind of did it. Um, and I'm lucky enough that like I had a platform with a ton of people that I could just be like, Hey, go listen to my podcast. And that got me listeners. But for people who are just starting, I think it's much harder. Um, I have the hiccups. Anyways, um, it's much harder. So I feel like if you are trying to make a really good quality podcast, definitely read up on it, watch YouTube videos. Because honestly, I, I'm kind of a mess. You know, my mic has issues. I have issues editing. I make editing mistakes a lot. Like, I kind of just made this up and I'm, I'm slowly getting better, but um, I think just do what seems right to you. Maybe try and find like a little bit of a th- like a, some sort of theme song, kind of like what I have at the beginning and end of mine. I feel like that kind of makes it more personal just because it's like, oh, when I hear this theme song, I think of the real Radio Rebels podcast, you know? Um, so, you know, you can just find some sort of copyright free music or something that you like that's catchy and make it your theme song. Maybe add a few like swoosh sound effects or whatever. Um, those are kind of like some do's. As for don'ts, just make sure that you are not like, you don't have like a bunch of like popping. Like for example, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. I don't know if that did anything. I don't know if that did anything, but I have this thing called a pop filter and it's that like little black net looking thing that you've probably seen over microphones before. Um, And it basically just prevents the mic from picking up, or at least it makes it better when the mic picks up your P's. Because you know how it, like, makes that, like, muffled, like, like that, that sound in the microphone. Sorry, headphone users. Um, It kind of prevents it from sounding super poppy. That's why it's called a 
pop filter um so prevents the pops in your mouth from getting away not saying you have to invest in that but just watch out for it so maybe don't hold your mic so close to your mouth um if your mic is just like your iphone that's also great because hey i used to record my podcast with my mic with my iphone too um but you know what if you have some money saved up maybe invest in a better microphone but that's only if you like really see a future with your podcast i'm not going to encourage you guys to like buy a hundred dollar microphone or like a 50 dollar microphone or 200 dollar whatever if you're not going to like continue with the podcast only if you're like really serious about it um but yeah i think just don'ts are are making sure that like your mouth is like a good distance away and then also make sure that you're not rambling a lot like i definitely do it on my podcast but i feel like i keep a decently good pace compared to some other podcasts that I've listened to where I'm just like I literally can't listen to this because they're talking way too slow um by the way guys if I'm ever talking too slow for you there should be an option on I mean I'm pretty sure a lot of streaming services have this like Spotify and Apple Music and all that to speed it up just like they have on YouTube you can speed up videos but you can also speed up podcasts or whatever you're listening to so if i'm ever talking too slow for you guys try and listen on like 1.5 times speed or something and that actually makes it more enjoyable like i i won't be hurt if you guys want to speed me up like i feel like it actually sounds better um so yeah make sure not to ramble make sure you're on point coming from me that's probably not that's kind of hypocritical because i kind of make things up all the time but just really be yourself be yourself because i'm myself you know like i'm not like some scripted person that's making a podcast like I just come on here and talk about what I want to talk about so yeah okay so that's all the advice I'm giving for this episode remember if you want to ask whatever you want for me to give you advice on for next week's episode um all you have to do is dm me on instagram at sisterspillyt or my podcast account at sisterspillofficial or sorry not sorry spillcast official so the name of my podcast and then the word official after it spillcast official on Instagram. That's another Instagram account you can DM or you can email me at sisterspillytt at gmail.com. Um, and what else? Oh, if you want to send me a voice message through Anchor and you don't want to do it through Instagram, you can send me one through Anchor. All you have to do is just click, click the link in the description of my podcast episode. You'll find all the information you need in that description anyways for the episode. So yeah, um, that's how you ask for advice. Um, I'm just going to talk about a little bit of tea, but there's not much, like I said. Um, one pretty big chunk of tea, I don't know, it's it's not really tea, it's just like news, is that Zoe Laverne is engaged to Dawson Day. Um, if you guys don't know, Zoe and Cody, like, they broke up a long time ago, but she's been dating this guy for, I don't know, five, six months, however long it's been, um, named Dawson, and she's pregnant, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know this, know this already, um, and she did her gender reveal, and while she was doing her gender reveal, it's a girl, by the way, um, Dawson proposed to her, so, great, I, I am happy for her, I'm really not a Zoe Laverne fan whatsoever, but I feel like some people need to set aside their dislike for her and just say congratulations or don't say anything at all. Like, why? Why do you have to comment like, ugh, like, ew, you know, or like, where's the baby bump or like all these hateful things? Like, come on, it's a gender reveal and an engagement. Like, like, just calm down, guys. There's no reason for you to hate on literally everything that she does. And that's not me saying that I like her whatsoever because I don't. I don't like Zoe Laverne, but I feel like people take it way too far. And just imagine if you were her on the other side of the screen, literally scrolling through your comments and that's all you can find is hate. Like, like, 
I don't know. I'm just an empathetic person. I feel bad for people and I just feel like no one really should have to deal with that. So whatever. That's, that's, that's my thought on it. Um, it's interesting too, because yeah, some people are calling out, calling her out for multiple things. Like they're like, oh, you know what? Like, where's the baby bump? But, but then she's tried to explain to people multiple times, like, oh, you know, it's not really showing that much right now. Like it's not been that long. And then other people were bringing up the fact that her and Dawson got engaged so quickly, but she actually did make a good point. And that is that her and Dawson have known each other for like three years or something. I can't remember what it was. Um, but like, they've known each other for a while now. So even though they haven't been like dating this time around for that long, like under a year, um, they have known each other for a while. So I guess like points to them for knowing each other longer. Um, but I feel like in the end, like Zoe just craves this kind of attention. She wants the attention on her. And if we keep sending her hate comments and talking about all the things she's doing, like all she's going to get is attention. And it's, I don't know. I just feel like it's not worth it. I feel like if people want to forget about Zoe Laverne and make her irrelevant, like why are they feeding into her? Why are they sending her hate? You know, there's just no point. There's no point in it. So I don't know. That's, those are my thoughts on the whole thing. Um, but yeah, congrats to Zoe. Don't like her, but I, I can be happy for someone and still not like them. So yeah. I think, I'm trying to think, oh, I don't know if any of you guys have seen Charlie's, like, second account on, I was about to say Musical.ly, oh my god, I don't know why I almost said Musical.ly, um, on TikTok, if any of you guys have seen Charlie's second account on TikTok, it's, like, user or something and, like, a bunch of numbers, um, it's, it's not really secret because a lot of people know about it, but, like, it's kind of like a, it's almost like a finsta like if you guys know what finstas are that was kind of an era where a lot of influencers had finstas because they can't really be themselves completely on their regular accounts because so many people follow them um but then they would make these finstas standing for fake insta fake instagram um for like they, they made these for like friends to follow them people who were close to them and just posted a bunch of stuff and then that's why there's been some drama in the past with people getting, like, stuff from their finstas leaked because it's, like, oh, you know, they let someone follow them and that person kind of broke their trust and then leaked a bunch of, like, pictures, like, personal pictures of them, things like that. Um, but it, it's not really, like, a finsta, but I, that's the best way I can compare it. Um, I think this account is really interesting because Charlie is showing a different side of her, more of, like, hey, I'm 17 and, like, I can not act like this super innocent, you know, like goody two shoes girl, which is, you know, it's fine. Like she can do what she wants, but it's kind of sad that she like doesn't feel comfortable doing that on her main account. But at the same time, I understand because she literally has over a hundred million followers on that main account. So if I were her, I would feel uncomfortable with whatever I posted. Um, but I think it's interesting because this second account that she has, you see a lot more of her personality coming through. You see her acting more like a regular 17 year old and not someone that like has to filter everything that they do. So I think it's definitely like made me like her more. Um, not that I like didn't like her before, but you know, I've just never been like a huge fan. Um, but it's definitely made her, me like see a different side of her that I feel like it's really, it's really important for people to see that she is a regular person too. And I feel like that actually almost might help with hate a little bit because people are like, oh, dang, like, you know what? I've been making fun of Charlie, but in the end, she's a regular girl. Um, so I don't know. I think it's interesting. This account is something that's, that's kind of fun for her, I can tell, and it shows a different side of her. So that's cool. Um, 
I'm trying to think of what other tea there is because it's just been so dry lately. There was this house, I think it's like a Las Vegas house or whatever, you know, the, an influencer house because there's so many of them, called, I want to say it was, shoot, I literally had the name in my head and I completely forgot. I don't know. It was some dumb name. Like, you know, it was just a stupid influencer house. Um, and basically, a bunch of the girls, I guess, got exposed for saying racist things or someone claimed that they were saying racist things in that house and so a bunch of these girls had to do damage control and be like hey like i never said racist things all this stuff there was also one video if you guys know anna banana i don't know her exact username on tiktok but her last name is like shoot i don't remember what it is it's like shoom something um you guys probably know who i'm talking about but there's a live stream and I'm pretty sure it was Anna that was live streaming, and her friend in the background said, because you're with Anna, but she said the word because so quickly that it sounded like she said the n-word, and all these people are just, like, freaking out, saying, oh, you said the n-word, and I have seen this girl who is accused of saying this word um, just battle it out in this comment section of a tea page saying, like, hey guys, please believe me, like, I did not say it, and it's so hard because, you know, I am a white person, blah, 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 like, you know, people say I shouldn't speak on things like this, but I also think there there's a line to be drawn when someone is being accused of something and literally no one believes them. Like that's got to be the worst feeling ever. Like think of a time where you said you didn't do some something and literally everyone around you didn't believe you. Like that's happened to me before, and it just it's not a good feeling. Like it's not a good feeling knowing that you're the only one that like knows the truth or like believes you. Um, so obviously I'm not gonna like say. 100% she didn't say it, but it just doesn't make sense in the context of the video because I guess apparently they were just having a casual conversation and this girl said, because you're with Anna, but the way she said it made it sound like the N-word and right after her friend goes, oh shoot, like, like as if she made a mistake, but apparently it was because like, I don't know, she said something that was like tea and she didn't realize that this girl Anna was on a, like a live stream so that's why she said oh shoot but some people took it as like oh like that was that girl realizing like she said that word and like she she didn't realize she was on live like I can see how it looks like that but also in the context of like the whole clip and what like the conversation they were having like there was no reason for her to just like randomly say the n-word like even in that sentence it didn't like fit right it didn't make sense so I just feel like people are really really quick to just jump to conclusions expose people and that's something that needs to change like I don't care if it has to do with racism or um being accused of starting drama or whatever it is like people are just so volatile on the internet and immediately believe the first things that they see or go off of a little piece of evidence like and it just sucks because I'm like if I were an influencer I would literally be so careful about what I do because anything that I say or do could be like misconstrued so it's kind of crazy but yeah that's all I really wanted to talk about this episode um it's already a pretty long episode anyways but if you guys listen to this episode all the way through dm me your let's see the most recent movie or tv show that you watched or it could even be a youtube video just like the most recent thing that you watched um and yeah let me know maybe maybe I'll watch it too so yeah um, thank you guys for all the support. Feel free to send me more advice for next episode. And then also look forward to a guest speaker next episode. So that'll be fun. And I will talk to you guys next week.